Hey listeners, thank you again for tuning in my channel, Mind Gym. I'm your host, Nabanita Guha. I'm a mindset and life desire coach, founder CEO of Life Fulfilled, and a certified master life coach from American Union of NLP. By now, you all are aware about my mission is to transform every one of you to win over your self-doubts, limiting beliefs, and fears to become confident in life in every action you take. If you wish to know more about my mission and my business, please drop an email at nabanitaguha at lifefulfilled.com and I'll be in touch with you. If you like my podcast, please don't forget to like, follow and share. I'll really be grateful for that. In this episode, I'm going to talk on a pertinent topic and thanks to my friend who requested me to work around this issue to help countless individuals we may know. Most of you will be able to identify either yourself or may have come across at least one person who demonstrates or is the victim of this behavior. Before I talk about what it is, let me tell you a story. In whole of my career as an HR leader, I experienced many times that the candidate was accompanied by his or her parents to attend a job interview. One such incident I'll never forget and can't stop sharing with you. We had an urgent requirement for a client handling job in one of my past organizations. We got a good CV for that and called the girl for the interview. On the day of her interview, I received a distressed call from my colleague for assistance who was supposed to take the interview. The candidate was accompanied by her mother and the mom was not shutting up saying how great her daughter was in her past workplace and how horrible the company was that she had to leave. My colleague was unable to handle the mom and wanted my help. I had to talk to the mother throughout while the daughter was interviewed in a separate room. I told the mother that possibly you are ruining the chance of your daughter getting hired for this job and many other. She obviously felt offended and I explained. If your daughter can't show up for interview without her parent explaining her career background, it does not make her look like a reliable employee either. And finally, in later stages of interviews, she failed to demonstrate confidence and discipline and was not hired. Now, I have a couple of questions for you. What do you think why the mother was behaving the way she did? And do you think the daughter will be successful in her career and life? In my opinion, the mother was demonstrating a behavior of too controlling, overprotective and over-involved parent. She wanted to protect her daughter from all external harms and grew up as a confident, self-loving, resilient human being. But unfortunately, the effect formed is quite opposite in her daughter due to her overprotective nature. On the other hand, since it can actually reinforce anxiety in children, 
they may well develop a social anxiety and feel fearful of anything unknown out of their comfort zone. So, it is needless to say that the chance of that young girl being successful is a less realistic thing to happen. So, my dear friends, I'm sure you have understood that I'm going to talk about overprotective parenting. Who are they? What are the effects of overprotection on the children? And then we'll share three quick behavior changing exercises to help your child learn, experience and lead a better life. So here, you making changes will improve the quality of life of your dear child. Amazing, right? In fact, that's all you wanted and in the process landed up becoming overprotective. Well, let's dig into it a little more. When someone has a child, they want to ensure that the child is protected. Why not? That's natural. Some of you may say, what is wrong being cautious? After all, the main role of parents is to keep their children safe, right? But are you trying to achieve this by keeping constant surveillance and putting them under severe restrictions? Are you involving yourself in your children's daily life and decisions? Do you feel continuously anxious and stressful to prevent your child from failure? If this is sounding familiar, now is the time to stop and think. You may be still cleaning your kid's messy room even when she's over 8 years now. You may be still packing your kid's school bag so that she doesn't forget anything. You may be doing your kid's homework so that she gets a high grade in school and take pride. Even you may be deciding what extracurricular activities your kid will select because you know better. You may be snooping into your kid's mobile on and off and quickly see what are her activities in social media or even you may feel hugely anxious if your kid has locked her phone with a password. You lose your night's sleep thinking what she wants to hide. Years and years of studies have found that children whose parents have possessed all or some of the above behaviors are more likely to have difficulty in making decisions. They lack confidence and have doubt on their own behaviors, suffer more from chronic stress and anxiety, and have very low tolerance and highly vulnerable in front of difficult situations in life. Oh, what can be more depressing and heartbreaking if you sense that your behavior may trigger a failed life for your child? But I would say not to worry, you can still make certain changes which can bring amazing results in your child's life. That brings you into the last part of the episode where I would share three ideas to change your own approach to parenting to obtain outcomes. These will be more effective if your child is in formative stage. The older the kid is, slower the outcome. Once they step into the adulthood, the behaviors are mostly formed and that require different level of intervention for change. 
Before I get into the ideas, let me tell you my own experience quickly as a child. I was raised by a risk-averse mom. I was not allowed to do many things at home as a kid. One of them was not to lighting up the matchstick. Her fear was I might burn my fingers. Now my life was all okay till the day I realized that I started panicking to go close to any fire. I used to be scared from firecrackers, wanted to light up like others, but couldn't. I was only able to get out of the fear when my mom realized that it was not the right thing to happen and helped me coming out of it. What I all knew about chewing gum was a health hazard or of ice cream that it makes you fall sick. You know what? We normally get this behavior as a family treasure. That means if you have experienced overprotection in life and struggled due to it, it's quite likely that you would show up the same behavior with your children. So caution here. Be very careful so that they don't struggle the way you did, perhaps. Here goes the first idea. Allow your children to do things they want to do. If they want to go to school excursion, allow them to go. There would be lot other children and doing things together is great fun. Believe that the teachers are reliable enough to take care of your child. Allow your children to do age-appropriate chores like making the bed, cleaning the room, folding the clothes, making breakfast, etc. Educating your child to be responsible is life's one big lesson that you can teach them. Number two, encourage your children to take decisions of their own. Allow them to branch out. If your child is good at history but wants to continue study in psychology, allow her to do so. Give your child freedom to take age-appropriate decisions. This will make her confident in life. And the final one. Understand the difference between risk and risky. Parents always have the best intentions to keep their child safe. However, as Lenore Skenzi, author of Free Range Kids, How to Raise Safe, Self-Reliant Children Without Going Nuts with Worry, told Real Simple Magazine that knowing the difference between risk and risky can help hoovering parents. The example Skenzi gives is riding a bike. And I quote, Every time your child rides her bike, she risks falling and being hurt. That's risk. But riding at night with no reflectors or helmet is risky. Teaching kids to eliminate risky behaviors helps to keep them safe and is better than not allowing them to participate at all. This is a huge topic and all that I said here is just life simplifier. As there is nothing called perfect parenting, similarly, no child is the same. It helps to talk more to parents who are letting their children having more freedom. You may understand what is right for your child 
and feel supported in your decision. With these words, my today's podcast is coming to an end. Please share your thoughts at nabunitaguha at lifefulfree.com. I would love to hear from you. I'll come back to you next Sunday with another episode. Till then, goodbye and stay well.